0: Hey everyone, it's Kitten here hopping in before the episode gets started with a couple of programming notes. That's right, folks. It's that time of the podcast where I insert myself before the episode and tell you what's going down. Um, So uh, some of you keen-eyed listeners may have noticed that uh, it's been a month. (laughs) Um, What happened in September, you might ask? And that's a really wonderful question that, frankly, um, I'm not going to answer because some stuff happened uh, in some of our private lives that I'm not really at liberty to speak about here in this very public show. But I, I thank everyone for their, their understanding and patience uh, during these kinds of times and situations. <laughs> I and mean, I'm sorry that I can't be more specific than that, uh, but I really am. Grateful for having, like, the chillest audience out there who's cool with (laughs) letting us do our thing. Um, And on that note, I actually... I have some programming notes as the uh, editor here of the show. The one making sure these episodes get out to you on a timely fashion. Um, And they haven't been (laughs) lately. And so, okay. Here's the deal. I'm just gonna get to it and then I'll let you get to the episode. But I, I wanted to make sure that everyone heard this and this wasn't just in a tweet somewhere uh because we are probably gonna change up our release schedule format here and try something new we've uh over the the years now of rpg roulette we've tried a couple of different release schedules we've done uh in the very beginning we did exactly every other or we did every other week at some point within that second <laughs> week, it wasn't always on like the same day, and then we went to two episodes a month, just as long as they were in that month. And sometimes they were back to back, and that was probably the weirdest one. Um, and then we actually we did straight up weekly uh, for a while, <laughs> and. For the past about a year and a half, we've been uploading on Friday evenings because that's when our analytics told us the most people were listening. That was like the prime time to upload an episode. And it's been working. We have a bunch of new listeners over the past little while. And I like I I see the I see the analytics. If you're a new listener, hello, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm sorry we disappeared for a month, but we uh as we've said a couple of times we we always come back um and it's in that that vein that uh I want to try something new with our release schedule and I'm gonna ask you guys as the audience to kind of uh, come along with us into this next experiment adventure here on RPG Roulette as uh I kind of the, what, what we want to try and this might be a disaster and we're going to pay attention to it but we're just going to try it okay uh, um, is just completely demolishing the release schedule and uploading these episodes when they're ready for you, Um, which is, like, the most vague thing I could say, <laughs> and I, I, I'm sorry for that, but um, so, so here's the deal. Sometimes this, this weekly upload or this same time of day on the same day, every time we upload can actually be a little bit limiting. It's a wonderful, fantastic thing, uh, that like it brings in consistency and new listeners. And it's why literally every show has their release day and like time window. It's like that for a reason, but, uh, you know, we're not every other show (laughs) we, uh, This is our hobby and passion project. It's none of our jobs and everything. And um, we're kind of in a position where we can experiment. And so what I want to do, at least for the next little while, um, is release these episodes when they're ready for you. Because uh, truthfully, a peek behind the curtain, sometimes an episode just has a couple more hours of work left on it, and it doesn't quite get ready by release Friday. And so we push it to the next week, but things in our life come up and we don't get to those extra hours of editing until like the Thursday or Friday morning of the next week. And then, oh, it was a little more work or, oh, there was an error and something got corrupted and uh, it gets pushed to the next Friday and such and so on. And that's 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 where we have found this current release format to be a little bit limiting and and on the opposite end sometimes it's like an episode really has like a, a good chunk of work that it needs to be the polish and quality that we like to produce but it's really steak. and so I don't put all the sound effects and bells and whistles into it that makes it the quality that I'm pleased with and I just release it to get it out and that's also something we really want to avoid um because I, as a smaller show, but as a show where we're not doing this to pay our bills or anything, we're doing this because we want to do it. I I don't want to sacrifice quality for consistency ever. <laughs> um, it's just not something I want to do. And it's not something any of us want to do. And so, yeah, we're going to try this out. And... I promise you this is in the vein of actually giving you more episodes of a higher quality more often. It it might seem counterproductive to that, kind of getting rid of that, that day that we upload on and that kind of expectation of, oh, there's an episode coming out. Instead, it'll be like, oh, look, there's a new episode. Um, and sometimes it might be a little longer than two weeks, but sometimes it might be shorter than two weeks because we're really into the arc that we're telling and stuff. So, so who knows what this is going to look like? Uh, it's going to be an experiment and I've been rambling on about it for over five minutes now and I need to, I need to let you guys get into the episode, but I, I did, I wanted to make sure that this wasn't just a tweet and that everyone heard this. Um... And yeah, so I hope you enjoy this episode that we. Uh, admittedly, we're gonna talk about the spectacular being next month at the end of the episode, which is gonna date when we recorded this. <laughs> um, but no, uh, that that will be this month. Um, but yes, okay. I think that I think I think that's all of it. If I missed anything, then <laughs> there might be another one of these in the next episode. But hopefully, there's not. Uh, I like limiting these and letting you guys just hop right in. Now it's been seven minutes since I started recording this, so I'm gonna alright, I'm gonna let you go, and uh we will see you after this episode with the next episode when it's ready. And, and hopefully that's that's sooner than later. Thank you everyone. Seriously. Enjoy the episode.
1: Captain's Lock, Stardate, 55, 67, 38 G. Well, it's been uh, an eventful few days, to say the least. Uh, on our way back to Acer Station, after the destruction of Asteroid 1138 TX, we were, um, pulled out of interspace and attacked by some Calistoan gangsters. After getting them off the Arkstar, we all sat and had a nice chat over some tea. Danny shared some of his story, and then afterwards we all worked together to get the ship back up and running. You know, I I think the crew is all really starting to come together.
0: everyone and welcome to another episode of rpg Roulette, the actual play podcast, where everyone's the game master. Um my name is Keaton Zapple. And on this this episode right here, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be both playing Danny Riker, the runaway princess intelligence officer of the Ark Star. And I will be our Milky Master for this one. I'm gonna mm. be I'm gonna be mastering that, that milk. milk stirring it up. Give it to us. Putting some some stuff in it. What do you put in milk? Cereal? I guess that's a thing. You could put yeah. in milk. Chocolate syrup, maybe? Strawberry oh, syrup. Yeah, okay. Coffee you know, to syrup? Flavor it. Yeah. You guys ever Okay, no, introduce yourselves.
2: <laughs> hey everyone. My name is Luke Howard and on this show I play Kyron Sibilla, security officer of the ark Star. Man, it's so
1: weird going third. I haven't gone third. This is the OG since,
0: order because I'm right? the game master.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I guess since the last episode, you because have you? This is you've only GM one this other my episode, episode. This is my second episode. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've only gone third <laughs> once this series. Hi, this is this is Noah. If you if you didn't realize, and on uh, this show, I play Captain Joss Windwaker, the uh, mechanical mechanical officer or the Arxar.
2: Are you a robot?
1: No, he loves robots. Oh, okay. bions. He loves bions. Yeah,
0: get it right, This is our whimsical fantasy sued. world where we Sorry, call them bions to, instead
3: of robots. To, <laughs> I mean, what a rich tapestry we've ro- woven. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't there like, when we were children, wasn't there like an animated movie about a world where everyone was robots? Yes, it was a DreamWorks film. Was just it, called, was it robots. called Robots? Yes. That's who's going to sue us. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: DreamWorks is going to sue us for using the word robots. <laughs> Robin Robert, Robert Williams was in that. He did a great job. He did a job. It's a, it's, a, it's a decent film. Hunter, introduce Hello. yourselves. We didn't even interrupt. Hunt-
3: did we interrupt you? I'm interrupting you now. Go. Do it. I'm Hunter, and <laughs> I play Vern, the Vernovan from Vernova. Cool. Thank you, Hunter. Noah? Yes. I like the clock. That is in the background. <laughs>
0: okay, now we've strayed <laughs> so far away from what like can actually go into the podcast. Yeah, let's, let's, let's. We turn on our cameras for one episode. <laughs> the I,
1: first I thing that but. said is something the audience cannot see. I've <laughs> never seen
0: it before. Background. Yeah, it's a nice yeah, clock. No, it is a nice little clock in my background. All right, let's what, what it is. <laughs> It's been long enough between episodes. Let's how about how about we just get into it? Let's get into it. Uh,
2: Yeah, let's get into it. Zach Brown would say, let's jump right in.
0: Vern, you lie asleep. In the common quarters uh, on the Ark Star. And while you lie asleep, you dream of home. The blue sun beams down on the red rocks of Vernova as families and friends gather together in the open highlands to celebrate the annual Geode Festival. You're beneath the soil, burrowing, consuming. Your mother hands you a quartz fruit, your favorite. You must keep burrowing. Master commands you to consume. The blue sun turns black. The people scream. Your mother is gone. You burst from beneath the ground. Sustenance consume. The purple worms swarm the highland. The void bearers are too far to help. A large shadow blocks the light from above as a giant magnificent crystalline structure looms overhead you wake up and fall out of your bed to the clanging sound of something just trying to get out of your chest cavity what do you do
3: um i think like i just kind of like scramble around like i think i kind of like clumsily try to get up but like i think i'm still like not like I'm like half asleep, and I, I think I kind of like grab at my bed, trying to like pull myself up. But I can't really get like a hand on it, and I eventually just kind of realize like, okay, like I this is happening, and I just open my uh, my void. You pull out
0: one of your favorite treats from back home—a quartz fruit, but it is rotten and smells, and it is decaying in your hand. Eight months have passed since the incident on Asteroid 1138 TX, Um, but what the last eight months have lacked in adventure and uh, espionage and exploration, uh, it has more than made up in camaraderie as the Arkstar and her crew have learned to work as a well-oiled machine Doing a, a variety of missions and jobs for the coalition, most of which have been rather mundane. Uh, it's been a lot of cargo transfers. It's been a lot of, you know, uh, guard duty on pretty mundane digs, uh, and occasionally a passenger transport, which we are currently on. Right now, we have just finished transporting a, uh, a tour night. Um, named Hugo and his pet pigeon horse on a variety of botanist missions and we're about to drop them off on a station in the Twin Stars Collective. Um, But as this happens, Hunter, um, Hugo, this Toronite, which imagine a bipedal hairless cow um, kind of leans over the top bunk above where you were sleeping and uh, you hear,
3: uh, well, Vern, are you okay, buddy? Um, I quickly kind of like hide the fruit behind my back. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. I I fell out of bed. Uh, what if what if, what a odd thing to happen.
0: Um, I think all this commotion has also woken Kyron up. Danny is in Danny's room, and in in Joss is in the captain's quarters.
3: Is Everything alright? Yeah, I um, you know, I was just. I was sleeping, and uh, I, I rolled over, and what do you know? There is was anyone no more bed. Uh, I think I have, like, a bruise on my tailbone, but it's not serious. Excellent.
2: Uh, Kyron turns her over and
3: goes back to bed.
0: Crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, you turn to see Percy, Hugo's pet pigeon horse, which is what you're imagining, a pigeon the size and shape of a horse, um, who is kind of like staring down the fruit in your hand?
3: Um, I take a moment to consider if the fact that the fruit is raw will harm the pigeon horse and then I decide that I don't think it will and I, I hold it out for it to consume. I want to get rid of the evidence.
0: <laughs> it starts to chow down. I told you I was going to do some goofy voices, so be prepared for a variety of quacking sounds. Excellent. Excellent. Um but yeah, at this point we are currently traveling through interspace on a on a long haul to the opposite side of the galaxy uh to the Twin Sun the Twin Star Collective. Um the third major power in the solar or in the galactic uh coalition. Um yeah. I think it's it's getting to be, you know, morning time. So Joss in your captain's quarters, your kind of daylight sensors flip on. But yeah. Describe to me what's Joss's morning captain routine. What what do we not see when Joss is getting ready mm. to come put that chipper smile on and, and greet his crew? I think first of all, he is
1: sprawled out in his bed, limbs and very uh, uncouth angles and his hair is just an absolute rat's nest and mm-hmm. as soon as the daylight sensors pop on he jumps up oh, oh morning time he jumps out of bed and walks over to uh over to his uh floating mirrors starts pushing buttons and things and little little bionic arms kind of shoot down and you know straighten his hair and straighten his clothes and everything I think one kind of Rolls over and sprays this mist on him to help make him smell a little bit better. I think another one. Again, he he's a tinkerer. He's messed with a little bit of everything, and he's only got he has B one and B two, which are both now awakening from their uh, sleep state and are starting to float around him. Uh, and I, I I think I think you know B one kind of climbs up onto his shoulder and nuzzles up against his head, and B two is you know it's a little floating orb. Uh, kind of comes over and shoots out one of its little arms and on it is a toothbrush and it brushes his teeth for him and he kind of pats it as it does so. Dude, you just after- like Jimmy Neutron. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, he Joss just has so many things to help him do all of his little morning tasks and afterwards he gives a little kiss to both of his little babies. Alright, time to get to work. And he zips up his jumpsuit straightens his medallion of courage and heads out to the bridge
0: cool um, yeah you head out to the bridge uh, does anyone join you there is that a question for me or the others <laughs> Mostly uh, the Kyron others.
2: once the daylight sensors come on Kyron will get out of bed do a big stretch and make his way to the bridge
3: I think Vern makes his way there as well
2: So, first thing Kyron's going to do is go check our, um, I don't know what it would be, like a a terminal just for communications uh, (laughs) that he may may or may not have received from his parents. He's been sending, you know, over the past eight months, he's been sending just brief messages, notes to them. Hasn't received anything back yet, um, but you know, today might be the day.
0: Yeah, Uh, go for it. Uh, I don't think you have to roll to like do that or anything. Um, okay, you see, let's see here. I think you get there. You see the the most recent correspondence was with the... Um, uh, was uh, honestly probably about a month ago from General Fenwar assigning you the mission that you're on right now, uh, which you've been on for a while. You This is a transport mission. You, you, you've brought Hugo to a variety of moons. He's a botanist collecting a variety of plant life samples and you're now delivering him to uh, the research station as the, as the final leg uh, but yeah, that's the last thing you have
2: <sighs> Okay
0: I think the first
1: thing that Joss does once uh, he gets to the bridge is one, of course, sit down in the, in the captain's chair and just take in the moment of finally, hopefully we can get this gosh dang pigeon horse off of my ship. Um, and I, I think I pull up my planetary scanners and everything to see how close are we to the research station.
0: Probably you'll be jumping out of inner space in about 45 minutes. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I also, think
2: after I see- as as, as- captain says that uh kyron also like the pigeon horse i think walks into the room and kyron says oh another beautiful day with a beautiful animal and pets mm-hmm. the pigeon horse yes <laughs> his
0: name's uh percy and he 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 and kind of lowers his head and leans into the pet uh, and, and captain go- i
2: think we should i think we should adopt a pigeon horse for the crew uh-huh. i can think of many many situations where it might come in handy
1: oh yeah yeah ab- absolutely absolutely Definitely, definitely want a pigeon horse I press the intercom. Uh attention <coughs> crew and riders of the Arcstar. Uh we will be uh what what where is the research station? What system like where where are we going exactly? I should have asked that
0: first. You are heading to Willow Station. It is, and you will see once you hop out of inner space. Um it's a unique station, so the the Twin Star Collective is the, like I said before, the third major power in the uh, in the coalition here, along with the Centaurans and the Solar Federation. Um, they are a loose collection of basically independent systems um, that are here in the Twin System, um, which is made. It, it's a system made of two systems that kind of overlap into almost an infinity shape. Uh, and the station you're going to actually revolves around both of the twin stars uh, in an eight-shaped pattern. It is currently closer to the orange star, so the the twin system, which again, you'll see once you hop out of inner space, is uh, derived of the twin stars Balder and Hod, uh, which Baldur is the orange bright sun, and Hod is actually a blue sun, um, but yes. So that is the station. It's currently closer to Balder right now, uh, but it, cool. it does revolve around the suns themselves. Um, gotcha. Yeah, well, no, yeah. It's uh, just Joss trying to get out
1: of talking about or to this pigeon horse. Attention, uh, crew and uh, guests of the Arkstar, Star, we will be arriving at Willow Station within the next 45 minutes. So uh, prepare to uh, exit interspace. Uh, thank you. This is your captain signing
0: off um at that point danny will stumble into the cockpit actually wearing his uniform um and uh kind of straightens it and everything ready to ready to land and be like um has anyone seen my up uh, and anyone seen my data pa-? and then um hugo is like here's hugo i picked it up and hands it to me and i'm like thank you i i don't know what we're gonna do once you're gone hugo I kind of rest my hand on his shoulder. Um, fun little flavor thing that I just didn't describe earlier. Uh, Tarnites. I've done, I just, I made a whole species for this and I, I tend to go in depth with it. Um, they can't actually, their biology does not let them speak Taren. Um They normally speak in like these deep guttural so so every time he's here you hear him you hear like a deep guttural like sound coming from his mouth but he's wearing a a translation collar that pops it out and into commentaren yeah so the whole crew's here it
1: has been an absolute pleasure working with you the past few uh past few weeks and uh, we will absolutely miss
0: your presence upon the ship well, you know, it's been it's been great traveling with you guys too. I've, I've had a good time. Uh, We've me and Percy here have gotten to see lots of great plants. when are re- ready to get this research done. Uh, but of course, you know, as as you said, once a member of the Arkstar, Star, always a member of the Arkstar. Star. Isn't that right, Percy? Quang! yes
1: once a member of the arkstar always a member of the arkstar especially if you are a sentient species and he quickly flips around to the cockpit and just shakes his head and starts twiddling with things <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah so you've got time here but also if we want to just fast forward to getting to the station that's totally cool
3: um, I'll go. I'll use this time. I want to go to uh, like. I guess this would be the communications room, also. But basically, I want to like. Basically- yeah, you have a
0: little communications. Like there is, we have our own seats. Imagine, you know, the the, the cockpit of the Ark Star is. It's. I, am I right? Correct me if I'm wrong, Noah. But it's less. <laughs> enterprise more like guardians of the galaxy like it's still a yeah. tight little cockpit but we do all have our own like seats and stations and, yeah. and computers and stuff cool yeah and then i, I think in the
1: center too there is like like a hollow table and stuff so yeah things cool. can happen in around it's i think it's like think not as spread out as the enterprise but not as confined yeah, somewhere as in the, of the Galaxy, somewhere in the middle
3: cool basically i want to search like for news about Vernova. I think Vern's stream yeah. had him a little like rattled. So he just kind of wants to see, like, he figures if there is anything like crazy going on, like people would be talking about it. Um, Absolutely.
0: Um. Yeah, go for that. I will give you a roll here, which will just, uh, this is not going to be a, a tough roll. I'll, I'll, I'll make it a, uh, most people can do it most of the time. So a uh, target number three, difficulty one uh, task. Uh, you can use intelligence if you want to put effort or into it, but I don't think you need to. Nah, I don't think I'll need to. I got it. Sweet. Cool. Um Yeah, so you 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 look up Vernova and you 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 get a lot of you know articles from the past year or so, solar year, that uh, you know, you're the newest planet into the coalition. You recently joined the twin star collective and thereby proxy joined the coalition itself. Um, but yeah, there's nothing that there's one from about three months ago about, um, let's see, let me look at his name, uh, about counselor valor, who, you know, is kind of, uh, the, the political structure is a little more loose on vernova counselor. Valor is actually, he's in charge of the, uh, what did I call them? The, the void bearers. Is that what I called them? Yes. Um, yeah, Void yes. Bearers. Uh, He's head of the the void bearers in the council and kind of the religious order, but he's the closest thing to like a political leader you have on your planet. Um, And there's an article from about three months ago about him joining officially the like council of the Twin Star Collective to have a voice in the coalition. But that's that's the most recent thing. Also very different from a void bear, which is (laughs) a terrifying creature
2: uh, local to (laughs) Vernova. (laughs) <laughs> just, just to him. let everyone know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what you find. There's, I there's nothing about any sort of cataclysm
3: or disaster. I think that makes Fern feel better, but he still he yeah. decides that once they've finished this message mission and they've like dropped off Percy and uh, what's his name Hugo. Um, percy and hugo i think he is gonna bring it up to the rest of the crew and just kind of um cause i think that since they have like grown to trust each other more in a couple of months of working together I, I don't think he's like is actively worried about it now but i yeah. still think he wants to be like this is a weird thing that happened
0: absolutely um yeah i think then you know you do that uh while kyron's you know looking you know for messages from his family and everything Um, and uh, Josh you pull us out of interspace and uh, we are right there very close to this you know giant orange sun Um, and we can see into view the willow station which itself almost looks like a flower Uh, it has six almost petal like long appendages uh, that kind of let it Navigate independently in its own orbit, uh, with a central dome in the middle and various docking bays around that dome.
1: Welcome, crew, to the very, very heart of the Twin Star Collective. Here we are, coming right up on the Balder Star, which is one of the two home suns of the twin system. You know, heart. Of the twin system collective, the actual twin system system itself. Uh, and well, let's bring us on into Willow and finish this mission up, everyone. And I begin the landing process. <laughs>
0: Joss, you navigate the ship, uh, you know, easy peasy lemon squeezy, uh, down to one of the one of the docking bays around the central dome. Um, and yeah, I would say Danny definitely goes back with Hugo to start help uh pick you know we've got a couple of samples you know a couple of crates of like soil samples and plant samples to to bring in uh before we head out yeah yeah i i think as soon as we dock i you know open up all
1: of the doors and everything and enter into the willow station to see if there's any uh anybody here to greet us as we Uh, start unloading everything
0: um, yeah, there's a uh, there's a what you see kind of at the station is uh, a bion for sure. Who's there with a data pad, but kind of next to him is a uh, what, what basically looks like two long bion legs and like a round the bottom half of a dome with some levers holding up and uh, like a almost rabbit like person kind of controlling it. Um excellent. <laughs> yeah. Uh kind of walking around and you know, he greets you in, in full, you know, Taryn Uh and as he goes, Uh hello, welcome. Can I get your uh docking number and reason for uh docking? Hi. Uh Captain Jaswin Waker. I am captain Ed? of the
1: Arkstar over there. Uh Danny Danny <laughs> uh what, what's what's the docking yes, number? What's um, the docking number? Yes one
0: moment, please. Um Danny comes over and uh, you know, goes uh, yes, we are seven two 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 two, Um, and the guy in the, the, the little rabbit guy's like, okay, great. Uh, here with a, uh, a new scientist. Uh, and you know, we point out Hugo and he kind of waves and comes and, and scans his ID and, and, uh, the guy's like, all right, um, let's bring these to corridor A and, uh, get you set up and then, uh, we should be good to go. Thank you for docking at Willow Station. Excellent. Uh, Quick question. Are we able
1: to uh, refuel and restock our ship here? Uh, We are probably about to move on to our
0: next mission. Want to make sure that we are uh, ready to go. Uh, Yes, for sure. Again, what kind of fuel does your ship take? We are mostly solar powered here, but we have a limited supply for for terrestrial ships. I see. Mostly run on an antimatter engine, but if there's any... Yes, we should be able to handle that. Uh, and he goes and pokes away at a little data pad he has in there, and uh, the bion next to him starts to, like, whirr and stuff, and he goes, uh, yes, okay, uh, let me put in an order for that. Do you have, you're at the Coalition, it is going to, we do have to charge for this fuel. Can I get your credit line? Yes, absolutely, and then I, I pull up my little wrist computer and pull up my screens and everything cool. so that can it. Yeah, you transfer data, it. and he uh, he schedules a, a fueling, uh, and he says it, it'll take about 30 minutes for him to get up here and finish the fueling. Excellent. Thank you. We, we will we'll help you go
1: get all situated in and be out of your hair. Uh, and I quickly turn around <laughs> and walk away, realizing the horrible <laughs> thing that I may have just said to this <laughs> rabbit man. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, Kyron is
2: saying goodbye to Percy.
0: Yes, Percy is is, is cooing uh, you know as, as um, he is you pet his feathers um, yes. and uh, you exchange you know stories he's got a he's got um, a little bandage on his arm from a brief combat encounter while collecting a plant s- sample and he he protected you from a single laser bolt and you patched him up in the field so you, you share uh, you share that memory with each other. Um, Danny is also Um, definitely over here um, helping and saying goodbye as we've finished, you know, undocking everything. Of course. um, Exchanging contact information.
2: uh, Chiron looks at Percy and says, once you have tread the field of battle with another, your souls are intertwined until the end of time.
0: What
2: What a magnificent beast you are. It pains, it pains me that you leave.
0: Yeah, he raises his neck in a majestic poise, you know, while uh, quack, quacking in agreement. And then, you know, after that, some sort of whimsical just locks eyes with you and does a, a solemn nod <laughs> um, before turning away. Hugo, oh, I'll show you go. Oh, Yes, Joss gives the. Uh,
1: what's the name of the species again? Uh, the Toronite. Toronite. Joss gives. You know, places his hand over his heart, giving the coalition salute. It has been an absolute honor. And again, if you ever need anything from us, do not hesitate to contact.
0: Me. Yeah, he he he. Uh, he also does the salute. He is the uh, he is the son of a prominent uh, council member of the uh, Twin Star Collective's uh, presence in the coalition, and so he is not necessarily a member of the coalition, but heavily intertwined with it as well. Uh, puts his hand over his chest in the salute, does a little bow to you, and goes, and if the Ark Star is ever in need of its botanist again, you know where to find me. Absolutely. And I turn around, I look at the pigeon horse. Danny is Ah. hugging and crying, (laughs) and so is the pigeon horse, just crying. Percy, thanks for joining us, and I walk up the ramp up (laughs) into the ship. (laughs) Yeah, Danny's like... I'm never going to forget you. Uh, I I will treasure the my memories with you for all of my days, Percy. Don't forget me. Um and yeah, it's it's uh what do we do now? We got about 30 minutes on the station before the ship's going to be fully refueled. Um Yeah, Vern, what's going on? We haven't heard from you since we got here. Um
3: I think Vern like he like as it Hugo and Percy were leaving he kind of like um, it's changed like goodbyes kind of just like had Hugo on the back um, kind of like rubbed Percy's feathers as he left Um, I think that he had been fairly close with both of them but I think that he's kind of like um, obviously a little like distracted still even though he didn't find like major news about Renova I think that he's still Mm -hmm. kind of He's still kind of just running his dream back through his mind. He's trying to kind of think about the details, trying to remember it. Um, I think he remembers it in jest. I don't think he remembers maybe every detail of it. And I think he's just kind of, like, trying to think of, the, is there anything that, like, um, would have stood out to him. Um, and I think he he's still doing that when they leave. And then, like, after they head out, um, I think he he kind of gets the other three members of the Ark Star together. Um, so, guys, I know we have some uh, time here on this station before we leave. Um, I wanted to get y'all's opinion on something. Sure, what By is it? Way. Well, you guys know how I fell out of bed last night? Yes. You fell out of bed? Are you okay? I, I have bruised my tailbone, and it is a little ginger, but I believe I will be okay. However, that is not the important part. I had a very strange dream. um, And I, when I awoke from the strange dream, there was something that came out of my void. It was just most delicious fruit in the world, but it was rotten and icky. Um, And I've never had there be a correlation between like a dream and my void before. And also my dream was about Vernova and bad stuff was happening there. And kind of stuff? It was like a, a disaster, almost, kind of. Like, the the sun went out, and people were screaming and afraid, and it was very odd. And I just... I've never had a dream... I don't know if maybe it was because that fruit wanted to come out of my void, and that affected my dream, but I've never had anything like that happen before. So I, I am unnerved by it.
1: I mean, have you heard anything from Renova? Has anything... Happened there?
3: I checked the news this morning when I awoke. There were no updates, but part of me wondered if, with this happening in my void, if maybe it was happening simultaneously in a way or something. If that was the case, I don't know that news of it would be out yet. I just, I mean, this might just be a case of something wanted to get out of my void and it caused me to have a strange dream and things might be fine. I just, it's new and it concerns me.
1: What were the people afraid of? I mean, yes, the sun going out is horrifying, but why? You sound as if almost something was on the planet.
3: There were worms, like the one we saw on the asteroid. Joss's face
1: just like immediately, like the mask of chipperness that he always immediately puts on whenever he wakes up immediately falls away. Okay. Um, so we're going to Vernova. And we are absolutely going to Vernova. If some if if that crystal ship is there, we've we've gotta figure out what's happening. There has been
0: absolutely nothing about it. I mean any it's not this. our mission, but we're absolutely going to Yes. You've never had Vern, we've been traveling together some time now, but you've you've never prophesized before, have you?
3: No. This was a this was a first. Okay. I've also never fallen out of bed before.
0: Wow. Well, good for you, Vern. <laughs> is an accomplishment in its own right. I think as you say this, you know, uh, the the crew of Bion's to refuel the ship kind of excuse me, kind of comes up to refuel the ship as we're all kind of standing here.
1: Yes. Uh, Joss leads them to the Refueling station, part of
0: the ship, and everything, and is oh. leading them around. Cool. Yeah, they 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 suction up and and start start the refueling process. Um, but yeah, you can see, you know, there's there's not like a crowd, but this is the semi large research station. There's people meandering about uh, here and there, kind of getting off their own ships, unloading their own supplies and everything. I, I think afterwards, Joss kind of comes back
1: to you guys. We should contact. We should contact the coalition. Figure out if they've given us a new mission now that we've completed this one and hopefully it'll lead us near Vernova and if not we will still go to Vernova. Well I want to make sure that your people
3: are okay. Thank you, Captain. <sighs>
0: um then yeah, I think around that time then, Captain Waker, your communicator bu- beeps, beep boops.
1: Yeah, I, beep. I I guess I you know <coughs> tap on it. One, yeah. one of his, Joss's items is like a risk computer so all of his kind of functionality yeah. things are all on one thing so yeah, he pops it open to see who's trying to get a hold yeah, of him
0: uh, you do it, it is Fenwar
1: oh uh, undersecretary
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. uh you, you 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 hit accept essentially and his, his head bubbles up the little velociraptor in the monocle head uh, pops up there and goes uh, Captain Winwicker, And he kind of looks around and goes, Good, you're at the station. Ending, uh, ending your mission. Any hiccups? Anything to report?
1: No, sir. Ev- everything uh, went absolutely according to plan. A few minor, minor, minor hiccups with some uh, not so happy wildlife. But outside of that, we were able to collect all of the samples needed and delivered the scientists safely here to Willow Station. right.
0: Great. Uh, on to the next brighter and better mission then. Isn't that right? Absolutely, sir. Always Uh, happy to help. I I think in the back of of all of your heads, while you are a little bit worried about Vernova, you're kind of hoping this is a real mission. Um, And he goes, Well, it's supply duty. Don't we love it? You are to pick up crates 32 through 86 here on the station. Bring them back to the lunar station. Uh, That is your mission. Fenmore, out. uh,
1: again the chipper the chipper facade immediately falls and he like put turns off the computer. okay so apparently we're going back to the soul system he didn't give us a timeline let's Danny figure collect yes. from from the station collect the collect the payload that we're supposed to take with us we will begin our next mission but who says that uh, a quick pit stop through Gernova doesn't mean, we're still heading back to salt, right? Yeah, yeah, we can of get course. back to the moon eventually.
2: It's close by. high uh, Relatively.
0: And, uh, Danny goes off with, uh, you know, finds finds the nearest buy-on and goes off to find the, the
3: crates. Captain? Yes. So, you know how lately you've been teaching me to fly the Arkstar, and you've been doing such a terrific job.
1: Thank you. I I was honestly going to see if you wanted to uh, take us away from the station.
3: Vern fist pumps. Yes. Yes,
1: (laughs) I do, Captain. Excellent. You absolutely can, and you know what? I want you to fly us to Vernova. It would be my honor.
0: Alright, anything anyone wants to do on the station before we head up?
1: Mm -mm. No, I think is as long as the ship is going to be fine he's he's definitely much more concerned about doing something actually exciting instead of
0: you know he's sick of all of these very mundane missions yeah absolutely so let's let's get into it um all right then after you know after a couple more minutes 20 30 or so the 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 bions finish fueling up the ship uh and danny and uh chiron have loaded the rest of the new supply run um containers and compartments into into the storage hull of the ship the storage bay um and yeah it's time to head out so um Vern, if you're flying the ship i am gonna make you roll for it um so let's let's let's, let's give me a so you've been training but it, this still requires full attention so I'm going to give it a a hmm I, I'm gonna give it a three so you got to be a nine to be able to like pull this out of here well okay Joss is standing right over his shoulders <laughs> ready to grab <laughs> the
1: controls out of his hands if need be. um I did it
0: I beat it do tells the number because <laughs> oh, the way the game works
3: <laughs> sorry I got an 11
0: cool awesome. Um, then yeah, you you kind of put your hands into the little hologram bubbles that Joss flies the ship with, um, and, and you you pull the Ark Star away from Willow Station. Um, and you know the Vernova's not too far away; it's still a f- decent amount of time away, but it's here in the Twin Sire Collective. Um, it it is one of the furthest orbits away from Hot, the Blue Sun. Um and you start to fly off. You can jump into inner space, um, but that's gonna require another uh this one is going to be a difficulty four, so you gotta be at a twelve to hop into inner space.
3: What would like what would be the difference in how long it would take? Like, is it gonna like dramatically decrease over time? It would
0: take you about um going at just like ship speed, it would take you probably seven years to get there. <laughs>
3: It would be a quiff,
0: it. Uh, going from, like, Mercury to Pluto, <laughs> um, which is, like, a very long distance. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is fair. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do it. What did you say I need to beat for this uh, one?
0: A, f- a 12. It's difficulty four.
3: Okay, let's let's keep going with good rolls. Ooh, I got a thirteen. <laughs> Okay, you, you,
0: you just do it. So I think you go in, you, you know, you, you, we zoom into your brow, you're sweating a little bit, you're ready to get it. Uh, Joss is right over your shoulder, like whispering. He zooms into his brow, you know. <laughs> slightly sweating. He, <laughs> He's like this, buddy, mouthing and this. miming like what you should be doing and you know, as as you pull the ship uh, into interspace and uh, we hear the the rippling sounds of the rainbow hues around the ship. <laughs> Um, now it's going to take about 20 minutes to get there. Um, sweet. Great job. Vern.
1: Excellent. thank I you, Captain doubt you for a second.
0: All right. Well, I don't feel the need to do more downtime. Um, about 20 minutes pass, uh, here on the ship. I will say the ship feels a little bit empty now, uh, without, without Percy and Hugo walking around. Um, Kyron finds a feather and just. (laughs) (sighs) old Percy sticks that one in the journal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and then after about 20 minutes, uh, we pull out of hyperspace. I'll make you roll for this, um, to Vernova, the very red, the swirling reds and greens of Vernova, um, below, while you are the furthest out from the the blue sun, it, there's still plenty of light illuminating from a um, actually from a satellite that appears to be reflecting the sun's light back onto Vernova. Um, and yeah, that's what you see from here. Um, I will yeah give me a if you want to look around. I would call it a difficulty. Four uh, intellect roll again. Uh, Just like, can you spot anything from orbit? Um, I I think I think as we like come
1: out of orbit, I think Joss is going to go over to the hollow table and start trying to do some planetary scans and things. Okay, yeah. Is is there any distress signals or you know what what information
0: can I get from the ship scanners? Mm -hmm. I I will say, even trained people have a 50-50 chance, which is a four. So so you got to be the twelve to get anything anything juicy cool uh, as i am trained in
1: uh computers i'm supposed specialized yeah. in computers so i'm going so to bring that down to to a 2 so you need to be a 6 good thing i rolled an 11 so cool. I'm glad yeah. I'm, I'm glad i'm specialized yeah for sure <laughs>
0: um yeah you you bring up the scanners and you you do see a couple of you kind of tap into The communications of like the landing bay and everything for the. There's Mm. only really one major spaceport on Vernova because, again, very new to being connected to the wider galaxy. Um, And you tap in and you, you know, you can hear the call signals for a couple of mining ships that are landing and stuff, but there's no distress beacons. Nothing seems, you know, at least from this, there are ships landing and they seem calm enough on the comms. There
1: doesn't seem to be any sort of you know, mass panic especially, um, the fact that I can still see the sun as well hopefully means that it's uh, not gone, but things seem to be okay.
2: Vern, is there any sort of mystic or anything that we can contact here on Vanova that may have insight into what you've experienced?
3: Um, yeah. I think that I think there would be, in fact. Perhaps
2: that should be our course.
3: Do you land? Um, do I? Is that something I can like just do, or do I need to roll? Yeah, I'm not going to
0: make you roll for this one. Okay, um, sweet. You, <laughs> you've you've rolled well enough to, to fly the ship on this trip.
3: Um, yeah, yeah. I think Vern goes ahead and takes Dark Star in for a landing.
0: Yeah, you do so. You you lower down beneath the clouds, um, and down to the the main spaceport here, and um vernova city um here on vernova uh it is so uh, going off your description from the last episode um the the blue sun doesn't really change the the lighting here it's not like everything's basked in a deep blue light once it goes through the atmosphere it's more of just up in the sky there's a you, you can tell it looks almost more white against the blue of the sky, you know, than like the, the, the yellowish tint that's to the sun. But it's still just really bright light. So it is nothing too crazy visually is going on down here other aside from the the red rocks uh, and the newer looking kind of uh, metal buildings kind of sky rising up and about here in Vernova City. Um, but you can tell that they're they're very much a juxtaposition against the the red rocks and the the local Vernoven buildings look a lot more low tech um, than the the obviously newer buildings that have come about from some from joining the coalition as you uh, pull down into a docking bay here uh, at the spaceport. Um, but yeah, you don't have to roll for it. You land. Um, it's bustling. You know, it's, there's not a lot of ships coming in and out right now, but like, there's all the workers and stuff are here. Uh, as you land, you can like see down, there are people about, it's not like abandoned. Um, yeah. Okay. So, friends. What? Yes. What's our story here? We're not
1: on an official mission here. And. No, but we do have Vern. We do. We do have Vern. Vern, what? What? what would we tell people we're doing here because i don't think you know saying hey uh our friend Vernoven had a dream about your planet ending is a great thing to be just telling people
3: well the good news is because we are so new to all this and i kind of just gesture my hand around like motioning at like the ship like the coalition all of it um People don't know exactly what the coalition does. I mean, they have a general idea, but I mean, if I was to tell them, you know, that we just go to planets periodically just to kind of check in, I don't think anyone would question that. Excellent.
2: Well, okay, it's one to make sure
1: we were on the same page because, again, this is off the records. We can't really. Again, they didn't give us a timeline, but we really shouldn't be. This is kind of going against orders, not immediately heading back to the soul system.
0: Essentially, what we need is both an excuse for the Vernovans and an excuse for our superiors as to why we are here, because we did just fuel up on a station.
3: Well, what if we told our superiors that we got potential we were following a lead about the. Asteroid. Well, the I guess mission that we were not really we supposed, to, were not supposed to tell
0: anyone about and forget,
3: essentially. Yeah, that's probably not our best course of action.
0: I just want to make sure we're covered in case we walk out there. And th- I mean, I don't know. I haven't found anything, but th- that we don't know what kind of coalition presence is. Here. I guess I can do some research. I can, I can roll for Danny to see like what the coalition <laughs> presence on Nova is like. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Set the difficulty before I do it. I'm going to say trained people have a 50-50 chance. Uh, again, a four here because like I could find stuff, but they could be behind red tape. Um, so I got to be at a 12. That's a 20. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Back into the mainframe. <laughs> wow. With a 20, it, it feels weird doing it as the player character and, and as the game master. Um, but I feel like I have to give myself and everyone something special for rolling a 20 there. Okay, so, in terms of coalition presence, um, it appears the- the planetary leader, Councillor Valor, is- is still off-world, but there is an embassy set up at the moment, uh, here in Vernova City, however, it- it appears to be rather new. And then I- I'm getting traces of potential coalition ships coming in around 6 months ago but there's absolutely nothing on their purpose or who was on them or anything it, if anything it looks like it looks like they weren't supposed to be noticed
1: You know, that's not suspicious at all after having a, you know, prophecy dream about the one thing that we are not allowed to talk about by the coalition and it having something happening not too long after. (sighs) Joss is very frustrated. The mum order has been eating these past eight months. So we should be careful, right? We might. So we shouldn't be here. No, we should not be here at all. Officially. And if we're caught being here, really bad things could happen to
2: us. If I may, with the MUM order, in essence, it ceases to exist. The information, that is. Yes. So, yeah. by that standard, the fact that Vern had a dream, a vision, that concerned him. has nothing to do with that mission that may or may not even exist. Yes,
0: yeah, so we are here... We should make no mention to anyone the, 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 our, our experiences on the asteroid of We're course. here for Vern Absolutely yes.
2: Vern okay. had a dream It is as simple as that And he wanted to see whether or not From He wanted to uh, talk to a mystic To see whether or not the dream may have any sort of Quick pit um, stop Yeah Of course Okay Just wanted to see if it was You know It, it, it had any meaning to his life You know
3: that well, sounds good to me let's go check
0: okay um you open up the the you know the the doors to the main main area with the nine dimension door and everything um the turnstile has the little you know ramp that opens up and heads out into the the spaceport um there's a variety of vernovans who all basically look like Vern, of varying heights and widths and statures. Um, but they, (laughs) they imagine again, the classic green big eyed alien, but, but like tall and lanky. Um, and one of them is waiting for you right as the doc comes down with the data pad, um, in his hand, uh, or in her hand, I should say. Um, and as you step out, she, she kind of meagerly waves her, her long spindly hand and goes, um, um, hello, hello, um, I'm Valentina, uh, here, uh, Vernova City Spaceport, I, I've checked your docking station and we don't have any Coalition ships scheduled to land today, what, may I ask your, your business? Hi, uh, Captain Wind Waker, I, I That. that's our
1: ship, the Arkstar. Star, we are not here on Coalition oh, the business.
0: the yes, um, and she looks around, Vern, are you here? I am. Yes. Yeah. And she makes eye contact with you and goes, "Yes, I I thought it was the Arkstar. V- welcome home, Vern." You don't necessarily know her, but being the first member and of of the coalition like officer as a Vernova, and most people know who you are.
3: Thank you for the warm welcome. It's uh it's great to be back. I've missed Vernova tremendously. Um, I know that this uh, landing wasn't scheduled, but I hope you can indulge me. I, uh... I wanted to stop by and see home again quickly.
0: Oh, just a quick little pit stop. One... wonderful. I do need a reason to put into our records, um...
2: Uh, Vern has been feeling under the weather and needed to, uh, talk to a Vadova doctor, so, as the oh. Coalition currently does not have any that would be suitable to, to meet his needs.
0: Uh, yeah, she puts it down medical emergency, <laughs> um, on the... on the data pad. Um... Yeah, I, I was going to have roll. I am going to have you roll deception for that a deception which was which is intellect based. I would say you have a 50-50 chance here on her believing it. Is um, there so a
3: mechanic for like aiding someone in a roll in this system? There is. I don't think it's so. a it's a skill that oh, yeah. I have
0: um, as
3: Danny, which I I feel like he should. I don't just because like. Since Varen is like to some degree a celebrity on this planet, I like I feel like he should get some something for that.
0: Yes, so I'm I'm going to get there. I guess he took it there, yeah. Um, I'm going to say even trained people have a 50/50 chance of deceiving the the person here. However, Due to the circumstances and and Vern, I'm I'm going to limit that number. So the base number is four, but you have that advantage because that I can't remember the term in Cypher, but that's how it works is you make the base number regardless of circumstances, then with the circumstances, you change the number. So I'm lowering the number to three because of that.
2: Cool. That works. So I was holding my dice and then I dropped it because I was trying to twirl it around my fingers. It landed in my little dice tray and I rolled a 16.
0: So cool. I'll take nice. it. Um, I didn't felt pick like, it up afterward, I was
2: like, that's cool. that's my role.
0: Um <laughs> awesome. Then yeah, absolutely. She puts medical emergency on the data pad and goes, Well great. Um I'll put that in the records. Welcome home and welcome to Vernova to the rest of you. Thank and you. uh
3: yeah, she steps away. Excited to be here. Learn to- <laughs> Oh, follow me. I know the way. And I I start leading you. Where to? Where are you heading? I want to go to, I think that there's kind of a central place where the void bears do like training and meetings and stuff. And that's where I'm headed.
0: Yeah, there is a, it is essentially a religious temple here. Uh, It is simply the temple of the void. Um, It is built up almost in the kind of middle of the city on a little plateau, uh, similar to the Parthenon. Um, and kind of the the Acropolis of Greece in a actually in reference to the void, the the structure is built out of black stone um, and pillars. But yeah, you lead you lead the party through vernova city and it is the peaches uh nothing looks out of ordinary here now is your final confirmation that as you land and get into the city that like thing is business things are business as usual you see mostly vernovans out and about during their um during their business you you pass by like a street vendor who's using his saber blade out of his arm to chop a fruit up and, and put it on display <laughs> um and you, you you see a couple of mind readers Booths kind of set up for the tourism as we're getting more species out here and everything. Um, But but you do see a good mixture of other other species, a couple of humans, couple a couple of scents, couple Centaurians, couple of things from other places uh, here in this the capital city especially. Um, But yeah, everything looks kind of normal. The 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 streets and the cars and the hover crafts are not are just going about their regular business as you make your way through town to the uh the temple of the void um and yeah as you as you walk up to the temple you do see um as is typical there are two void bearers out in the front of the temple um in a constant state of meditation around a kind of floating a floating black and purple crystalline orb um this is just there and they they take you would know this as someone who was almost a void bearer Um, they, they like have, you know, someone out here all the time, constantly like in commune with the void. Um, they take shifts and swap out. Um, but yeah, you know, you see the, the, this is would again, be like a religious temple for everyone here. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's people here just kind of for tourism's sake to see it. And there's also people here actually like, you know, coming to go speak to a counselor or something. Um, but it is, it is a public building that you are allowed to enter
3: if you wish. I think the first thing, Vern, like, as I walk by the void, like, I'm gonna stop and like, uh, the I orb is, you would know, know again, being yeah. from here,
0: the orb is mm-hmm. known as the conduit. Um, it is, it is not the void itself, but it is more of yeah. a, it is a gym with a deep connection. Um, similar to that, but the void dwellers, the void bearers do have themselves.
3: I think when i get to the conduit i stop and i obviously do have that connection with it so i think i kind of pause and i i kind of like nod my head at it and i stop
0: yeah as you as you kind of come up here and you get close to it you you feel the conduit you feel the void it's familiar you're closer to it even though it resides within you it resides here as well um and you most of all immediately connect with the two void bearers who are in this kind of meditative state and you, you know, you feel them and they feel you and you just kind of feel that psychic connection among Vernovans of, uh, of a one of us is here, you know. Uh, they, they don't really come out of the meditative state, but you know that they've like, they've clocked you and give you the, the psychic equivalent of a head nod. Cool. <laughs> the psychic um,
2: equivalent of a sup.
0: Um, Yeah, I think that might just be me describing what happens. It's not really an intrusion, so
3: I don't think there's XP for that, but... That works. So I think after that, um, I kind of lead you guys into the temple. Cool. You
0: walk in and, um... Again, this is a a temple. It is what you're imagining as a a sort of fantasy temple to... But rather than to a god, to a concept. (laughs) Um, And so rather than, than... There's not a giant statue or anything. If anything, it's almost kind of barren in here. There are pillars and columns holding the place up, and there are kind of ornate carvings of the planet Vernova itself uh, kind of etched into the dark stone walls. Um, But within the actual room itself, there are no pulpits or statues or pews. It is a large, you might say, void space. Um, here where there are people who, you know, sit and kneel on the ground and stuff and in, in meditation. Um, but yes, there's not like a sermon necessarily going on. It is a big empty space. Um, but you would know too, Vern, that there are like corridors and halls and rooms and stuff as well. This is just the main area. Um, but yeah, no, as you are in here looking around, uh, someone in a robe quickly approaches, uh, as they they clock Vern. Um, this is Counselor Viola. Um she walks you you know this woman uh because when you were almost a void bearer, you started your training with her before going off to join the coalition. Um so like you you know this counselor. She is a head figure among the void bearers, like a a teacher among them. Um Perfect. And she kind of scuttles up, uh, you know politely and quietly for the people in meditation but enough that you can tell she's in a bit of a hurry to get over here um and she, she she just goes vern Vern is that you it's good to be back well it's good to have you back what are what are you doing here wait i've I've been in contact with counselor valor I did not hear that uh, they did not tell us you'd be making a stop
3: home it was a unexpected stop i I was hoping to speak with you, actually. Oh,
0: okay. Well, uh, and she turns to the rest of everyone. Hello, um, I'm Counselor Viola. I I helped train Vern in the ways of our void. Uh, welcome, welcome to Vernova. Absolutely. What's, what's, what's wrong?
3: I I had a dream recently, and when I awoke from my dream, a piece of rotted fruit came out of my void. And, you know, normally I wouldn't think of anything. I thing odd about uh, it at but. that
0: she kind of you 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 can feel her with your psychic connection like wanting you to stop talking um and i think you stop and she she looks around and just um there's people in meditation to the void here and upon hearing you mention a piece of rotten fruit come out of the void which could be seen as an omen and a bad thing she 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 goes let's 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 speak elsewhere privately.
3: Uh um, I don't I don't say any I just follow her. I think Vern like he felt this kind of almost just like shift. And yeah, I, I think it unnerved him again. She she looks to the rest of us
0: and goes, I apologize, but only those with the void within are allowed into the inner sanctum. Um I will be with Vern. We will you feel free to enjoy the premises. Um if you need anything, you can reach out to an acolyte. And you see, there are people. In robes um who are just obviously of like lower station and everything and she goes but we we do need to be alone for this i hope you understand very,
2: very well uh, kyron approaches an acolyte and says hello is there some sort of food court um
0: so a food a what
2: some somewhere where i could find something to eat
0: Oh, yes, well, not not here. Not inside the temple. Sorry, sir. Um, and he's kind of looking at you, you know. You're a large centaur, and, and you know, th- they've gotten more used to the eyes on them, but they're still, you know, their first year into it. Um, you can tell he's a little shy and stuff, and he goes, There are restaurants in, this, in the city, but not, this is a place of, of connection and meditation.
2: Well, one might say that one of the best ways to connect with people is through the act of dining.
0: Yes. <laughs> connection to the void.
2: Okay, great. You have a <laughs> wonderful day. Okay. Yeah, and you walk away. Um, Kyron just, just didn't know what to say after, <laughs> after yeah. he said that. Uh, I, no, think, I think, I think Kyron just kind of stays and looks around.
1: No, I, I am going to use one of my abilities here. Okay. And, and it, it's kind of a weird one. I'm going to probably also tell you to pull it up in the thing. I, I will Describes like what it is and everything, but I'm I'm it's 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 a weird ability. It is gather information or gather gather intelligence. Uh, okay, so I spend two intellect points, but with my edge of two, it's essentially a free action. What it is is when in a group of people a caravan, palace, village, city, etc. you can ask around about any topic you choose and come away with useful information. You can ask a specific question or you can simply obtain general facts. You also get a good idea of the general layout of the location involved, the presence of all major sites and perhaps even notice uh, obscure details. Um, it is an action to initiate and takes about an hour to complete. So more of what I'm thinking is during okay. this time that while uh, Vern is talking to uh the counselor. Joss is going to uh start walking around the temple and talking to people. I think more more trying to get more general information, especially about the state of Vernova. This yeah. okay it, has there been any weird sightings or you know strange things that have happened over the past few months? Uh and also just learning as much as he can about the temple and the void and all of that stuff in the mean meanwhile, but like the the, the general topic is What's happening on Vernova while figuring out the temple? Okay, Um, I will keep that in mind. If you want to come back to that, you can. Yeah, but that that is—I am using that ability during this time.
0: Okay, cool. I think Danny will just join you on that uh, because that is kind of also Danny's job here—is to figure out what's going on. Um, So we'll just say that Danny and you kind of go off to start talking. Um, You don't do a check with that; you just succeed if you spend the points, essentially yeah
1: again it's i i i can i can obtain general facts i get a good idea of the general layout of the location uh and learn perhaps some obscure details so just kind of what's happening in the temple what's happening in vernova and some things that are happening like what's what's the general area yeah.
0: like so i would say generally a uh, vernova is a mining planet it is the biggest thing that they had going for them biggest resource and pull to join the coalition is the precious metals and gemstones mined in their, their various mines um, so that that you get a, a good gist of that especially when it comes to coalition talk um, because that is where most of the coalition's attention has been, uh, has been on setting up proper trade routes through Vernova to get them into the galactic economy with their their with their mining resources and getting them set up with, you know, other resources. They didn't necessarily have uh, like a intergalactic spaceport and stuff. Um, the general attitude of the coalition is is positive because they've had good experiences with but it's been limited um, to a couple of visits and mostly leadership. There hasn't been a lot of like grounds on the boot coalition stuff going on on vernova so people people think you are neat in everything when they meet you um but they don't you know they're not like oh, the saviors of the coalition or anything. They're just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, the, the 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 guys from the thing we're a part of now. And if anything, mm-hmm. a lot of times they have questions for you because you can tell that they're not super educated on the coalition, at least the, the general populace. Those in the temple and around it are, because again, it's kind of a religious leadership and they're more in, intertwined with it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, that I'd say that's the main thing you get. Obscure information um not so much as so the the biggest i would say the biggest thing is in the negative there's been no anything crazy happening uh no purple worm sightings or weird ship sightings and not even anyone's noticed anything except i do think um one guy uh, you know goes no uh, you know i've not seen much around except for um you know uh the norms. I did see a Centauran the other day with some weird stuff, uh, but yeah, you, you you basically pick up that like someone else has seen an intimidating looking Centauran around and kind of like hesitating towards the temple but not going in and stuff. Uh, that would be the most obscure Chiron. Yes, there's just, you kind of you know as everyone walks out, step out to the front of the temple, and there's a Vernoven just staring at you.
2: Um, I wave with my right hand. He, he turns his right. head
0: and like kind of looks back to you and forth and back to you and waves you over with his hands.
2: Okay. Uh, I walk over to, to the Verdoven.
0: Um, he's wearing a little, little orange puffy jacket, uh, with a, a pair of clearly workers pants. Um, and he, he goes, what, what are you doing here? Why are you up here? You, you said you, um, you should what are you doing up here
2: you waved me over
0: well yeah of course I waved you over you, you look I could get in real trouble you said you would be in the mines right now right of course but my cover only goes so far this is not what we agreed upon I mean you're out here walking around what if people see you
2: well I'm I'm under even deeper cover
0: well are you done of course but what are you this still, would not you got to the- get out of here then well
2: if I if I were to leave too quickly it would seem suspicious would it not
0: I guess I guess I mean, how did you get did how did you get out of there so quick Ladders <laughs> give me deception um, I am going to give this a challenge five all right
2: That's another 16 nice. Okay. <laughs> and goes, uh, I have I have four arms. It takes me. They're very easy for me to use.
0: Okay. Um. Well, can I get my payment?
2: Well, not here. It's such an open space. Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> no. No, I'll follow you. Very well. Uh, I I walk back into the
0: temple. Um. <laughs>
2: You see, he
0: is like, what are we doing in here? He's like, let's walk into a, a church to do a shady deal. People, uh, I, I, notice, I notice the confusion on his face, and I say. He goes, they're going to see us together. here, what, what And he just yanks you away from the temple.
2: All right, look. Inside of a temple, people are so so focused That's on their what the own counselors selves. Are you
0: dummy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Who would think to check but right under their nose?
0: Oh my goodness. What do I got in? in,
2: in what? Well, very well. You take <laughs> us to some place private.
0: Okay. And he walks off towards towards uh towards another little kind of uh, I think up here on the kind of Acropolis area. There's oh, there okay. are other buildings and stuff and he okay. finds a back alley toward area and he goes okay you said half up fr- half up front half at the end so that's I got 500 before I need 500 credits now that you got 500 500- right, of course thousand credits sorry the
2: surely of course um and uh I pull out my shotgun <laughs> okay from off my back and I just say and uh, what was your name again
0: um okay I will I, I don't think you need a roll there hmm. um he looks at the shotgun Um, and then he looks up back at you with a look of recognition and he goes, I'm no one. And he looks at your gun and back at you and goes, who are you? I, I, I'm sorry. I had you mixed up for someone. you, he looks nervous around the gun, but he's seeing your gun zips up actually. And doesn't seem to want to say anything.
2: I am someone whom you should not cross. And if someone here were to be doing something that might be frowned upon, it would be in that person's best interest to cease that activity.
0: Um. Okay. I'll give you. I'm gonna let you do an intimidation type role Which again, th- th- there's not clear guidelines because there aren't specific skills sure. like this. Are you well, trained don't, in I mean, anything don't like have, this? No. I okay. I don't have any
2: sort of intimidation. It's something I want to take in the future, but it's not something yeah, I, have right I now.
0: do. I Danny has um, deception skills, but not intimidation. What's um, What's
2: the uh, What's the How hard do you think?
0: I'm going to give it a four again here um and and do you know what type of check i'm making it would be i hate to run the intellect train but uh you know it's not a physical maneuver so it would probably be intellect
2: would i could i use effort yeah okay i'm gonna use effort and i think that does that take it down a
0: level is that how it that does. works each, each okay. level of effort that costs three from your pool unless you have edge in it in which case it costs two from your poll, I believe. Oh,
2: this is weird. Okay. Um, no, I don't have edge, so I'll, I'll use effort and take that down, so I'm sitting at seven intellect right now.
0: Cool. My intellect pool. So you want to be in a nine, then?
2: Alright. That is a 20. Okay. Nice. No, green d20, baby! <laughs> mm-hmm
0: okay um uh, yeah you absolutely he is now scared i think do you show him any signs that you're coalition that you're like no i do not show blah, him i don't okay. i don't
2: show him any sort of coalition sign cool um
0: but you do have a a space shotgun pressed up against him. i don't have it
2: pressed against him i just am holding
0: uh, it uh, yes you're in an alleyway there so it's pretty close um yeah, no he's back up against the wall now and goes i yeah yeah he's he's stunned in fear but you could probably get some information out of him now if you press um
2: I I look at him and I say give me the name of your contact
0: what 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 contact you mean the person you thought I was uh, I, I didn't get a last name he just said he was he was called Felix. Please don't hurt me. I let him into the mines. He, he paid me a lot of money to make sure that no one knew. Um, I've got, he was a real scary fellow, though, and I don't really. If he finds out that, that I told you he's gonna, he's he might hurt me. And, 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 and I, yeah. I look at him. I look at him and I put a hand on his shoulder
2: and I am still holding the shotgun with three hands. But mm-hmm. I put my fourth hand on his shoulder and I say, friend, I don't even know who you are and then I just turn down the alleyway and start walking. Valkyrie 2,
0: this is Valkyrie 1. What's your status? Valkyrie 2, come in. Valkyrie 2, I repeat, what is your status? Far beneath the great plateau that houses Vernova City, and even further deeper than the quarries and mines that excavate the planet's insides, we find ourselves in the untraversed caverns, the deep innards of Vernova, witnessing the death of a sin. A synth who's missing her right hand and is pumping out organic fluid scrambles to her comms and responds. Valkyrie 1, this is Valkyrie 2. We're under attack, I repeat, we are under attack. There's a. There's a Centaurin. And they've got some, some kind of biotech weapon I've never seen. Valkyrie 1, they've done it. <laughs> the weapon. It's a sheep void resonance. Uh- ah! Standing over the now dead body of the Sim is a tall, four armed centurion. Wrapped around one of his arms is a veiny, black, fibrous gun. And wrapped within these black, fibrous tendrils, are these illuminated purple crystals. Um, but yeah, so I I did a lot of things there, but we'll see, we'll see where it goes. I'm interested. Wow. Um, Because what you might not know is it only a couple of episodes ago, I, at least from my perspective, I figured out the series and what everything is and what they want and stuff we'll see what happens obviously we're way it's dangerously early for me to have a good idea because who knows what you guys are going to do with it it's but true. um I, a, I, took, I, took, I took this episode, episode to, 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 to introduce some of my some of my things that i've got planned <laughs> from from the keaton notes um but yeah i hope you enjoyed i was i apologize if i was a little scatterbrained but um no, no Unless yeah. I'm mistaken, there's
2: still more to do.
0: Yes. Okay. Um, so just outro stuff then. Um, if we don't want to talk about it too much here at the end, we'll let you all sit I'm and more, I, I,
1: I I I am processing. There processing. is a lot of good info right there. <laughs> I will let you I, process I, I like them. I like I like that or the organic gun built into his one of yes, his four I'm arms. thinking That's-
0: like you know like for those of us who play destiny almost like the the kind of veininess of Rolk from you know kind of his like mm-hmm. strandy muscle but with like these crystals we've seen before kind of jutting biotech. out of it as well biotech mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah thanks everyone for listening in outro stuff um I look at the stats we've got people listening to the show and it always surprises me that people actually listen to the show um but thanks Thank so much you for doing so yes We'd if you uh, want to support the show um feel free to follow us on social media where we usually put out our uh our scheduling updates thanks for everyone's patience we don't really want to sacrifice quality for consistency and everything here so thanks for Thanks for bearing with us. We're still getting these episodes out when we can manage to to sync our schedules together Uh, we will always be back eventually with the next episode. And, but if you want to support the show, you can follow us. That's where to, to stay up to date. You can check out our Patreon if you feel inclined over there. Uh, we've got three different tiers, but you get most of the stuff on all of them. The only special little thing you get for the higher tiers other than our deep admiration and respect as uh, a special thank you here. Mm-hmm, so thank mm-hmm. you to our high rollers, Tabor TCU, him Mr. Grant Howell and Graham Robertson uh, over on the, the the Patreon for for your support. Um, it costs money to make a show. <laughs> it does. So thank you for helping helping to alleviate some of the bills that we pay to produce and license this show. Um, and yeah, when it comes to announcements and stuff, I don't super think I have anything other than where we're going steady here with our second series. We're on to episode nine. Um, those of you who are new here and, and don't know about our backtrack series, um, it's been a little while since we did one. That is just it's our version of the talk show about our own show where we can <laughs> talk about, you know, our character inspirations and behind the scenes stuff without, you know, sharing our notes. And, and going into the meta and breaking the roulette rules. Um, I think for, for Zero, we're planning on doing that every 10 episodes. So we're still two episodes out from the next backtrack. But are uh, you going to have that kind of in your mind now if you want to ask us? We don't get a ton of audience questions, uh, but our audience has grown a lot since the last one. Uh, so if you want to email us at roulettecast at Gmail um, or tweet us any questions about that the you might want us to answer, in that episode we will uh we'd be happy happy to answer them um uh, but on uh, our discord
1: too we have a discord up yeah, and running yeah we do have now. a discord want- it's, it's incredibly
0: dead we won't lie but if you if you get in if more people get <laughs> in there maybe it, it won't, it won't be. be yeah exactly also
2: roulette is spelled exactly how you think it is as long as you think that it's spelled correctly
1: <laughs> yes i i Forget how to spell it every single I've time I've had to I type to it, spell it
0: so many times that I know. Um, <laughs> that you know. I, yeah. yeah, I have to log into all the stuff, but uh, yeah, I think that's it for announcements. Uh, we're nearing the holiday season, so you might get some, some holiday specials as we Ooh, roll ready. into those. Our um, annual
1: spooktacular, and the next month. Get ready for it. Yeah. Oh
0: my God, that is oh, next month. Jeez, <sighs> it's next month. Wow. <laughs> i cannot believe that means it's been about a year no in a couple of months it'll be a, a year since red Bed ended that'll probably be around the time we do our backtrack so uh, yep. um I've, be already, I've already i've already got an
2: idea for uh what we can do for this halloween special
0: Ooh, very good Ooh. well um with all that out of the way there is one more important thing to do here at the end The The most most terrifying thing thing to do here at the end. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's like I want it because I had so much more planned, but I'm also very curious, like what other people will do with it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's time to spin, spin,
2: and ooh, it was
0: very close. But Luke, it is not your time to shine. Oh man! (laughs) Uh, I got you there. I'm so ready. man! (laughs) No, uh, the wheel has decided that I get to continue the saga on Vernova as I will continue to be your milk master in episode nine. Um, So yes, we'll see everyone then on the next episode of RPG Roulette Zero.